This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com. Join up. Watch Wake and Bake. So much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. Hit me! Episode 355. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent this is mark evan jackson from everything you're listening to netheads yes indeed you are welcome one and all to another edition once again of netheads my name is Will, and you're muted now. Can't hear you. I can't believe all of and, that. And, that. I'm, and I'm Trent. <laughs> Gosh, well, you know, it's okay, buddy. Sometimes you just can't win for trying. Uh, anyway, uh, once again, welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways. But until such time that we all get our invites to Blue Sky and we see what's up there, uh, the main primary one that helps that we at least can track until Elon Musk burns it down is on Twitter. And Trent, tell them how they do that. Just use the hashtag NetHeads. Really? That's all you're going to yeah. give me? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, all. that's all. Yeah. They, they they know how the internet works. Yes, they do. They do. At least we hope they do, because that's how they're either listening or watching us. Listening to or watching us right now. Uh, so anyway, Trent. Yeah, um, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. You know, they know how the internet works. I'm starting to... Uh, the general theme of today's uh, installment of NetHeads, if you will. Yeah. Um, and by the way, uh, I'd like to say Happy New Year sir because i don't think we've actually yeah. done a show together yet in 2023 yeah. and and happy um president's day oh is this one of the ones that used to be like lincoln's birthday or something and then it was and then yeah they combined... it's been president's day for a while i think well last monday was president's day for me yeah. i'm just i'm just thinking of holidays that we that we passed so there was oh. president's day oh yeah and, uh, valentine's day Happy Valentine's yeah, Day, Trent. Yeah. Martin, uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s Day. Hey, hey, Trent, I got to say, um, <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, if this is your first episode of NetHeads, my name is Will. I live in the San, San Francisco Bay Area, and that is Trent Hunsaker, and he lives in the great Cache Valley of Utah in a wonderful little town called, well, city called Logan. Oh, man, that is going to be a beautiful screenshot for the Thank album you. artwork later. Thank, Thank you for that one, my friend. Um, and so uh, California has been all a, for lack of a better word, Twitter trend because, um, and and I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying being able to look at your reaction to this because, you know, Trent, in a lot of places that don't normally happen here in California, we've seen snow. 
I'm flipping, for those of you listening audibly, I'm flipping the bird directly at the camera with a very serious face. And this is, you know, it's a serious bird because there is no thumb stuck out. It's there just is. a fist and a finger. <laughs> no, no side knuckles. You're not giving it the, uh, nope. the lazy redneck, as I used nope. to call it, where you make it a platform. You're it not is. up with them. No, you're just full on. Fair. I, you know what, man? I understand because for you, snow is an ongoing hell that is that is your winter season. But, you know, for us, I was like, I look out my backyard over to the Mount Diablo and the foothills and it's all powder white and and they're opening the, the keeping the, the regional park open later because, you know, the kids can can go and touch the snow. And and, and what do you got to say about that, Trent? Bullshit. so as so as people have experienced the novelty of it actually snowing in disneyland what has the last week been like for you trent well uh so this starting about two weeks ago well maybe it's three weeks ago uh we were having a, a normal winter and within those three weeks we are now on record of having more snowfall than any time in the past 50 years that is um Quite unsurprising, considering, as I mentioned, snowing in Disneyland. Yeah. So uh, I'm not surprised that every bit of of uh, of water vapor in the sky suddenly just turned to snow as it dropped its white, cold, heartless material all over your life. Well, and it's so, and and it's we're 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 in March now, and so um, one day it will be, you know, it'll snow, and then the next day it will be, uh, you know, below zero. And then three days later, it'll be above 32, so everything starts to melt. And the people that live next to me have not plowed or removed any of their snow the entire winter. And so there's just, but they keep on driving on it, which packs down and just turns into this huge ice chunk. And so all the water starts backing up the drain as it drains out down my driveway, because I keep it nice and and clear, and uh, backs up all the way uh, through the street into my driveway now. I got so goddamn mad on Monday. I went out and bought a weed burner for my uh, propane tank that I use for the grill and just burned a, a, a canal down into their driveway. So as everything drains, they'll go into their driveway now. Not mine. <laughs> Damn. My only, I was furious. But, but Trent, now here's the thing. Now, I, I completely understand. Hearing your side of the story, I completely understand. You're in a situation where because of the way things are built and because of the way nature has occurred and due to their laziness, things have just – you are their runoff, but you're not supposed to be their runoff. Exactly. They, I'm uphill. They should be my runoff. Right. I com- Look, man. Again, I completely understand, okay? I completely understand. But we live in a world now where your neighbor's kid could have been there recording a TikTok going, look at what my crazy neighbor is doing (laughs) as you're blowtorching their property. Yeah. Well, no, it was all in the street, technically. So so I I, I didn't, you know, go on their property at all. I just, you know, I, I was just clearing out the gutter to let it drain the way it should. Awesome, man. That is... That is beautiful, but I, I love that kind of thing because I'm sure I'm the neighbor everyone complains about. So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to I don't want to get into those kind of battles. Sure. But, no, I, I but, that. but no, I it, there's definitely times where you can also help out your neighbor or you don't know what to do. Like my own neighbor, actually, the other day, uh, I realized his gate was at about, I'd say, a 
48 degree angle instead of a 90. It's not very usual. And, uh, and like open or laying down like that. Oh, shit. yeah. But don't worry. There's a two by two bracing it up today. So, uh, it's <laughs> but there was, there was that interim day where I'm like, should I go over and ask him if there's anything I could do? You know, cause you want to be, yeah, yeah. you want to be nice. So, but, uh, around here, you know, it's just, it's, it, it, I would say now that it is March, today was the very definition of what my marches are like. Because mind you, I've been, you know, it's there's a there's a change in the wind, Trent. There's a sense oh, in the air. And like sometime between October and November, that is the quiet transition from cargo short to sweatpants season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then today we started to encroach upon that potential change as well because even though there was a, a freeze warning overnight, my wonderful southern facing wall uh, oh. and everything going on in here just generated a gigantic heat bucket here in the office. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just like and, and like so now we're, we're starting to teeter, even though there's snow up on that dark peak, my friend. We are starting to teeter into that transition. And and soon I'll be I'll be once again be commencing battle with my backyard nemesis, the unshaped peach tree. <laughs> you got you gotta beat it and you gotta beat it early, Will. Trent, actually what I'm gonna be doing is I'm going to be reducing it by one third by way of getting rid of the area. I don't want branches to be continuing what they're doing, but I like their general region. Because sure. fruit only grows on last year's growth. So I can pretty much write off one season and shape it. I got this ridiculous antenna of a uh, of a top branch just going straight up. That's that some bitch just got to go. And the other two are going to get trimmed and we're going to start getting some shape into this. All right. If I'm going to be out of shape, the goddamn tree better well be in shape. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I do know what you're saying. Uh, by the way, uh, for those of you wondering if I'm a little off, uh, I am, I'm playing hurt, uh, tonight. Uh, I've been dealing with back issues pretty much since Monday. I don't know what it is. I mean, I think I might know what it is, Trent. You know, I, I said, I wanted to get into the, to the, uh, thing of, of better living through the internet. And there's one of the, there's a lot of, of hazards. I think that we really need to start advising people to look out, out for, or, convey our own um, experience to help them. Because for example, uh, here in the office, obviously I've been 3D printing a lot of things, not obviously, but it will be very soon. And in doing that, I have a wonderful closet here, a five foot closet. It's nice and deep. Only problem is it's 96 inches tall, right? So right. I wanted to be able to have full access to the closet area to open it up so I could have some 3D printers in there naturally as one does sure. as it's becoming yeah. more and more common uh, i'm sure there will be new home sales and they could say and over here sir could be your 3d nook you know You're, as 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 we call it in in my home the printing closet there you go see so i same exact thing i got a closet let's yep. put our let's put our yep. two home run hitters in yep. there because now there's multiples trend um yep and so I just wanted to be able to close off the closet so that way, because that way the noise would at least get to a manageable point uh, because sure. I've already gone through a whole story about trying to upgrade the printer. So, but by God, I'll tell you the internet and, and I'm specifically going to shout out the YouTube channel. I like to make stuff uh, because the guy there makes it all seem within a tight little window so easy to do 
then I and, and then I get the false bravado from yep. that. And I start yeah, Greg, oh, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Not only not only oh I That's can do crazy. that, but it's like, you know what? I don't even have to do it that way. I can do it this way instead. And I'll tell you why. The conundrum is that ninety six inches, Trent. Uh, because I could technically put another shelf in there and have some high level storage. Okay. Right. <clears throat> but if I maintain that ninety six inches, this is sounding dirtier and dirtier every time I, I well, say that. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to maintain that height, Trent, there, let's you. let's train thank it you. up. If I'm going to yeah. maintain that height, then it is an out of standard door. I'm sure it's just fine for the cheap ass sliders that were in there, but I wanted right. bifold doors. Gives you full access. Yada yada yada. Uh, I'll be goddamned if I was going to let this stop me and i kid you not the minimum i could find to be delivered to my home i mean so that you can actually get them because everybody involves shipping because of that 96 inches we're talking about a minimum of 1100 dollars. i am not so, kidding so i mean so that's a is that a, that's because of the rarity of the door size or that they would have to actually cut custom doors for you it's it's one of those things. Well, you know, uh, we're in a free market trend. Uh, there's the thing sure, of supply sure. and demand. And yeah, so and that's, that's there's I'm, only I'm, been what that tells you, Trent, with that disparity in price is that um, the developer of my home was an asshole because <laughs> he had some some random leftover somewhere. <laughs> it's Well, just, you know, going up that tall. I mean, it was a, it was great. I understand why, because my my office has an artificial closet as i like to call it they they had to encroach upon the uh footprint of this room in order to provide water going up at, at, at some point in there I know okay. what you mean. yeah it yep. might might even be load bearing i don't know but uh so my closet kind of encroaches in like i have i almost it's almost like i've got an entrance way over there because there's like two feet that's just inset and then closet yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that 96 inches that screws the whole thing up. So instead, thanks to I, I like to make stuff, uh, I, I said, you know what I could do? Because uh, mind you, pricing all this out, it's $20 for a bifold door kit. And that provides you the rails and the hardware you need and provides you the guidance on how to measure so you know what the size of each door should so, be and what the gap is between the doors. Two doors. Uh so four pieces total, two sides to each connected with like a hinge or something in the center. Exactly. And the rails okay. And, and the general effect is that they accordion to the side, yeah. if you will, for lack. Yep. But it's, you know, collapsing. So it will encroach on the on the footprint of the room from the closet, but doesn't require any other commitment space wise within the closet. And so uh, I, I ended up saying, well, in, instead, what if I just use two by twos? Oh, those are $14 uh, for eight feet uh, runs. But what if I just take a, a construction grade two by two, four, sand four. the living shit out of it, and then use yep. that saw table that for some reason I have to have and, and rip those down to two by twos. And by God, I did. And I got the doors in. And for the backing of the doors, I just used the existing sliders. I, I took away their hardware. So it was just like whiteboard material and zip that those suckers down to size and, inset some nice uh um insulated or some sound acoustic panels so that way 
not really for dampening the sound, but just making sure there's no reflection right here. Uh, but right. It, but it also does act as a good insulator for just keeping the warmth of the printer in there somewhat. So, uh, you know, it, the Internet provides us some dangerous confidence. Do you have a, a dangerous confidence story from the Internet? Uh, not 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 dangerous, Will, but uh, I did make a purchase because of uh, the Internet uh, that arrived yesterday. Already changing my world, Will. Already changing my world. And what is uh, that, Trent? If you're not familiar with Project Farm, this guy takes the most scientific approach to uh, sussing out which is the best of something when it comes to, like, uh, oh. or when it comes to uh, uh, glue, hot glue, or when it comes to, in this case, well, I, I purchased my hot glue off of him as well, or because of him. But this time, it was electric knife sharpeners. Oh. And whole shit balls man if i don't have if i didn't spend all last night uh just sharpening all the blades in my house and they are dangerously sharp now like like scary sharp you know what though that that makes perfect sense and i know that because i went the other route which is the um suddenly i've got a double grit sided stone to a whetstone uh, yep. To which point, then I'm I'm dragging it constantly at that specific angle, back and forth. It back. was consuming me. Like like if I was like I just felt like I I should be sharpening right now. I should be sharpening right now. Like it was <laughs> with the whetstone. It was like it became an obsession. I was like, this isn't healthy. I've got to do something. Uh, and then you get like a weird blade that may probably that doesn't have a twenty inch or a, a twenty degree angle. It's at some weird angle that you're always trying to find. And mm -hmm. You can't quite get it. And, oh, just this takes. Oh, it's it's been a very fulfilling purchase. So the internet in this case uh, emboldened me to just spend money. Is what it did. Well, that's you're. It's almost as though this is orchestrated, my friend, because you are leading me down to that very primrose path. Uh, okay. One of the reasons why I'm foolishly drinking uh, a latte this late at night, Trent, is because of the Internet. Uh, on both TikTok and I think on Instagram, there is a guy uh, who's also a coffee roaster. And his account, listen very carefully, is soft porn, but P-O-U-R-N. Yes, it is It is not that type of thing, Trent. It's, uh, it's oh, all so about coffee. So, so I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, go to it expecting some light kissing and 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 light petting, but it's it's gonna be a, something completely different. You're not gonna be getting an erection. You're gonna be getting espresso. Thank you. So, <laughs> both determined to make you stand right up. So, uh, one of the things I've always obsessed about is being able to make a good latte at home, right? Because that way you really lower the cost and. I had thought I had made the best economical decision in getting the Breville um, uh, Express, uh, Barista Express, I think is the name of it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that way it... it no, no, exactly. They're good, sturdy machines. The only thing you have to yeah. realize, it's still not an espresso machine. It's an appliance. So it's very right. hard for me to, to even, well... So I wanted to be able to make good espresso, Trent. Okay. That, that's what okay. I wanted to do, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I wanted to make good espresso at home. So then one of the things I see suddenly is, oh, well, if you want to try and work on getting a good puck that you're brewing in, then get yeah. yourself a training portafilter. Okay. It doesn't have the double prongs here. It just is the filter. Uh, it, it holds just the yeah. filter because the idea is that once you have just a solid single stream coming out, then you've got a well-packed, well-executed, uh, non-channeling 
espresso yep. shot, right? So so then I get that. But then I learned, oh, no, no, well, if you want to do that, I didn't even bring one of the goddamn things. There's a little whisk that I've got that you do in there, that you do in your fresh grounds in order to ensure you don't have any clumps, right? Because you don't what, want clumps because that'll help do channeling. Even Look, I know the coffee was just ground, but somehow it's no. got clumps. Yeah, like because like when like uh, I I've I ground just to do this, and when you pull it out of the the when it drops out, there are pieces that are must have been more moist or whatever it was, but it, that are clumped together. So this is your whisking before you load the puck. Correct? Exactly. So the fresh okay. the fresh espresso has just come down. Which, by the way, this is how far the obsession goes, Trent. Because then you're not only having the portafilter, but if you've got a 3D printer, you're suddenly doing something where you're 3D printing a collar. To go yes. onto this, so now it's funneling all the grounds down. It's not bouncing off the sides. I'm capturing everything. So then I'm whisking it in here. But is that it? No, Trent. Of course it isn't. Because then they tell you, well, but then to make sure that all of after all that whisking, it, the grounds are evenly distributed. You need a weighted distributor like this. You see, it's got some angled oh, blades I, on there. I have seen those. Yeah. Okay. And and it also is heavy, so you can also use it as your tamper if you want. But then they tell you, oh, no, no, though, you can't use that kind of tamper. You want to use a good 30-pound spring-loaded tamper. So that way it's, you know, oh. it's got to take that amount of pressure to get yeah. it to fully execute. And, of course, you you had to have 3D printed a thing to hold your portafilter to help you do all that crap, right? Yeah. You'd think, okay, that's that's reasonable, Will. I guess you've made a few purchases because you're really pursuing something good for you. But then you might find yourself accepting the challenge of what if I freeze a stainless steel ball and put it into a stainless steel strainer and then use that training portafilter here to get a single stream of espresso going over that frozen metal to flash the, uh, the espresso at that first point to help slow down the creation of acids, I think, and make a sweeter espresso. You got to have balls now to brew espresso the way I do, Trent. Is what I'm well, saying. And not, and, and not and not just balls. You've got to have uh, solid steel, ice cold balls. That's right, man. The worst kind. Um, so or the so, best so, kind. I I don't know. So it's so it's a cold uh, brew then because it's so cold or how, like how does that work? No, it just flashes over that frozen surface. So those first strongest parts are hitting that cold. So they're instantly getting cooled but the rest of the espresso following it up you know heat transfers so sure, instantly sure. that frozen ball is going to start getting warmer yeah yeah okay okay that that, that makes sense and so mm -hmm. so it's it then in in the flash it's reducing the creation of acids uh that are being made from the heat which is one of the main reasons why you don't want to overheat your water right? that's my guess because i was testing all this right ahead of time and I got to tell you, this is the sweetest damn espresso that I've ever put into a low carb latte. Sadder statement yeah. at the end than I anticipated. But, but 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 that's 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 no, it's just like this. That's what's so crazy about coffee making is it's chemistry, man. It is one hundred percent science, dude. Oh, it is definitely. Water has to be a specific temperature. You don't want your roasted coffee to be too old. You don't want it right? to have been yeah. ground in advance because then the oils that are on the beans themselves yes. start to kind of go rancid within. The, I mean, it's so yeah. let's, let's not get started on the coffee. My whole point is Trent, after you've seen this entire journey that I have taken basically because of one Instagram or TikToker, my real question to do you is, am I a level seven susceptible? 
You know, am I going to suddenly be buying everything Honda? (laughs) For those of you not in on the joke community, the final season that was on Yahoo, we discovered that Dean is a level seven susceptible. He will, he's susceptible to anything and any type of guidance on how you Mm want to direct him. He's basically the, an unprogrammed Manchurian candidate just waiting constantly for information. Yep. I mean, this is a little extreme. I mean, let's not talk about all the 3D damn printers, too, man, because <laughs> let me tell you, okay? I, I, Yes, I'm a level 7 susceptible. I know it is now. There is going to be an intervention. I swear to God, I'm going to one day walk what out of this office and the family will have just built on a table. Like, this is one week of Amazon delivery packages <laughs> from you. And we want you to be able to retire, so stop, right? They're going to do an intervention for me. It'll, it'll be part, like, it'll be part intervention, the show, and part the hoarder, hoarders, the show, right? So it'll be a little oh, combination of the two. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, the, so, so not only will they, they make you, like, for, force some, some hard questions, but also make you pick stuff and put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, wait a minute, you know, come on. Is there, this, this, this goes to the throw pile, right? <laughs> no, I just bought that. I literally, it, it just arrived two weeks ago. You can't get rid of it. The worst thing that can possibly happen seems to keep happening lately. And that is the, oh, wait, I think I saved something for that. And then by God, Trent, I have lately <laughs> quite a few times, scarily. I love it. Uh, I love it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm really starting to get worried about myself is what I'm saying. And it's all because of the influence of the internet. Like speaking of which too, Trent, I don't know if you're aware about, of this, right? But we have a Patreon. Okay. We do. Right. You know, this is not a shameless ad. I'm just stating no, 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 this is we have a Patreon. And, and at some point I changed the reward system. There is a level. It's the, it's the $10 level and up. So I think it's Bobcat driver and above. Uh, if you don't know what Bobcat Driver is, then if you become a member of the Patreon, all of the back catalog of NetHeads is there, so you could find out what that reference really yeah. means. Uh, which, by the way, an unlicensed version of a Bobcat is what is going to be on the back of this year's uh, Patreon supporter oh, challenge coin. Brilliant! Yeah. Brilliant! Um, so, uh, like, 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 this, uh, like a skid steer, not like it, like not like a Bobcat, but like a yeah, the, yeah, the a head- skid steer. Let's okay, let's okay. Yeah, let, yeah. let's call a spade a spade, or in this case, a skid steer a skid steer. <laughs> But one of the things I had done, I had reset that level because I had said, like, every quarter you'll get a reward. And then I figured out how unrealistic that was. And I changed it to one year. And I don't think I notified anyone. And so I'm in a situation right now where we're getting caught up. There are going to be, I'm not sure if it's going to be a lot of single packages or one big package. But people have kind of been getting previews. In the back of the scenery behind me is the optical illusion of the coffee mug that's spilling on the table, right? To my right, I have a very small army of baby Groots. Oh, and they're so cute. Right. And did, did they ask for it? No. But, you know, you're not going to get it anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> no. No. You know. And, and, you know, by the way, if there's any particular Harry Potter world wand you want, I can Ooh. I could line that up. Uh, but there is uh, actually one of the things is going to be coffee mugs. This, by the way, is Voldemort's wand, which I just keep showing everywhere i go because i I, like who who puts this together and doesn't say oh yeah this is going to be a hero that 
gets this. No, it's got <laughs> flaws. Yeah. What, what, what elf sold that and was like, no, this seems like a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the wand picks the wizard, my friend. Oh, yeah, look at that. And Zach identified the elder wand. Yeah, this is the first one I printed. But then I realized when you see the prop that these are replicating, it's all brown with just white around this rune area. So I printed a brown one. So that way I just got to paint a small white yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just that's like, just logic, Trent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's yeah. It's just easier to print another one. At yeah. Yeah. My gosh, is it ever? Because, like, I've got one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> one of these Groots is mine. There's five others that are going out the door. Uh, and, and actually, one of the other things that I just need to find the right orientation on for printing is uh, in honor of Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though we're not Marvel endorsed, and this is no way you think, uh, prop replicas of the PIM particle discs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and replicas for the uh for the end game scene in lab versions of the pim card particles the red tubes yes yeah i'm not kidding i found out a way so i'm doing all of these things as ketchup uh and part of the reason is because that anchor make uh, m5 that i got has funded right and and, and yeah. it arrived and i got it finally tuned and, and all working right and let me tell you how working right it is uh, these Groots, for example, that I showed you, I can make one of these total in six hours on that printer compared to my second fastest printer, which would have taken 14 hours. Okay. Well, well that's, so that's the latest. Double the time. Yeah, that's kind of the latest that's going on in the industry is we're kind of gearing more towards 3D printers that are now more appliance-like, more ready to use out of the box, yep. uh, a little more understandable to use and kind of provide a little more help. But more importantly, they're also getting faster. So, and, yeah. and on the market right now is basically the, either uh, Bamboo makes two of them. There's a, a build what you want, which is the P1P, and then there's the X1 Carbon, which is an entirely enclosed utility machine, essentially. You know, they're really... They're really like plug and play on doing your yeah. prints. Okay. So, yeah. so, so they're really cool. Uh, but that speed thing, it really makes a difference because I've almost not used any of the other printers because I'm just like, oh, but this one can just do it in that time and I can manage it yep. there. Yep. I'm about to show you something that I literally, I, when we texted about doing the show, I started printing and it finished right before you came on camera and I just got done doing the gluing. And this is on the fastest printer. This should have taken in excess of eight hours. Like a full day down there. I did this. What? Yes, that's right. It's Thunderbolt, my friends. That is awesome. Right? It also looks quite dangerous. Now, the beautiful thing is if I had license to sell this, which I don't, this is a great starting point because it's gold filament. Yes, it still needs some touch-up work. You got to hit all of the joins, so which yeah. means you're going to do filler, sanding, priming, and then probably making gold again. But, you know, if I just wanted to sell, I could literally print and sell. I can't because I don't have the license, but if I got the license, I could print up the pieces in gold so that if somebody just wants it for a, a Halloween joke, it's like, or here it is for 20 yeah. bucks. Or yep. if you do want a finished version, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I would just do what I can with the seams and it's just going somewhere back here. Right. But but it's ridiculous how fast you can do these things now. Insane, dude. Uh, some some of the uh, comic book artists that I follow have fallen down um, 
kind of uh, uh, rabbit holes of uh, making their own action figures now, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to where they're like, uh, and they're like designing and then printing and then uh, making joints for them all and everything. And they're like, oh, I didn't do any work today. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's all day like building an action figure instead of like, you know, drawing. That is what gets dangerous when you start understanding how to use like Fusion 360 in those programs, because like I got so mad and this is so stupid because in the world of 3D printing, there are all kinds of files that you can get for free. Right. Yeah. And then there are ones where people want to, you to pay them for their design. And most of the time, there's a little more effort, a little more vetting, and they are easier to work with. And the details better. Right. Yeah. So so you have these these two variables or variants uh, uh, that you can you can get the content for. And then it's just like it, it, once you learn how easy it is to start making these things. I was so mad at a free, mind you, a free <laughs> model uh, of the Barbasol can from Jurassic Park. Oh, right? shit, that's a great, yeah. Right, but my complaint about it, Trent, and this is so pedantic and stupid, is that, like, they their free version has the logoing emblazoned in. You can't see it because my lights are too bright. Instead of just being blank, so you could just do a label on it instead of to more replicate, but... Also, the the can version they did at the top is actually a more modern version. Um, it's actually a more modern version uh, mm, because the actual the, the actual can was actually it was a squattier transition and it was far more rounded. You see, so uh, I I actually I ended up losing, I'd say eight hours of my life because I was trying to see what it would take to make a better one. And, and I almost did. I've just got to thicken two walls and it's done. But <clears throat> now think about this, though. Now it's at the point because it, we're the 3D printing. God, I'm sorry. This has became such a 3D printing tangent. But the 3D printing world has made it so that people can create things. They can literally start modeling in apps on their iPads with a pencil. So they can actually right. literally do sculpting and then start working towards making that something that prints well. Because there's one of two things you're going to get. You're going to get something that prints really well, but it's a real pain in the ass to do with supports. Or you're going right. to get something like the Elder Wand, which the way they give it to you is in pieces that are shaped where, yeah, it's an overhang if you print it this way, or it's a smooth transition that requires no supports if it prints this way, right? So, uh, and that is great craftsmanship. But like just being able to, we live in a world where you can so rapidly go from I, from concept to to execution. Like here is the prototype, or, or you know, hey, am I going to like this? Or oh my gosh, we don't have a, we need to replace this lightning outlet or light switch outlet cover, and you print one up, and you're good to go. Yep, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly well, speaking, I knocked one off the door, and Benjamin the other day brought me over. This is just for hanging my robe on the on the back of the door. Yep. Yep. And well, actually, Will Will Kent, your your ever roommate, Will Kent, is yeah. a three D printer, right? So I'm sure, like, what are what are the, some of the things that like he prints up? Uh, so well, uh, the other day, uh, and I'll I'll share this on Twitter later. To, uh, I'll a picture. Yeah. Of, why would we paste it into the show? Uh, That'd be stupid. Yeah. I I uh, went to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And uh, the the magic printing elves had printed out a very uh, accurate looking um, 
representation of the iconic ghost scene of of you know uh patrick swayze and demi moore where they're like shaping uh, oh yeah yeah where they're like making where they're making uh, clay yeah but it, instead of demi moore and patrick swayze it's uh uh prince um uh well it's he-man and uh skeletor trent i i don't want to uh i don't want to shock you with how fast I have been able to more than likely throw this together. <laughs> but if you want to tell us a little more about the detail, I'll probably have it on the screen and just like two shakes of a dragon's tail. Yeah. So, so, uh, there's, there's, uh, the, the pot is, it's all kind of one piece. Uh, I, I think it was all one piece print. And then, um, you've got he man is sitting up front. He's the Demi Moore in this case, and he's, he's shaping the clay. And then, um, you've got, uh, Skeletor sitting behind, and he's got one arm that's just kind of up on uh, the shoulder, I believe. And it's really flexing his bicep, so it looks really, really good. And then the other well, hand uh, is, you know, stre stretching down for uh, 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 He-Man's hand. Yeah, if it's, I mean, if you're going to be holding He-Man, man, right. you, you got to, yeah, exactly. you want to see the gun show, plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's that goes without saying. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, here is, is what, Trent uh ended up uh walking in on that that's that's it right there yeah that's the one yep let me adjust it up yeah at the end and um okay so I can see some layer lines so we probably printed it at 0.2 millimeters that's fine though uh my question though is is there a, a use case that he had planned here or is uh, is this going to be a, a is this like a, a major award what's what's going on <laughs> Or or did you or was it just like mm, best not to ask? Let's move on. I, you know, I we still haven't been talked about it. It's <laughs> it's still it's still sitting on the the bathroom uh 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 window or mirror right there. Um, but oh, here a per another perfect example though. Um, uh, I'm I, you know I'm into shaping my my uh fifty one fifty hats, uh, oh. my new era hats, mm -hmm. and so uh. I had a bump cap already, but I needed something to hold the shape, and he printed out a hat jack for me. I don't know if we've talked about this before. Trent, uh, yeah, I'm afraid we've done the show so infrequently. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you have looped back. Well, that's okay. I'm sure I've told the closet's door story across at least three different forms of media now, so it's yeah, fine. Okay. But yeah. that's but that's the way it is. But that's okay, Trent, and and, and that's fine. And I understand you guys haven't taught. You know, kind of like when you accidentally walk in on your roommate in the shower, there are just some things you you don't address after the fact right that's just you let it it's, you never, just... it's never an accident but it happens very often <laughs> my only question is like <laughs> no i i really do have a question now because it's like i really want to know is it that he there's a legitimate reason why he printed it out or is he just did he see the model and then he's like i'm gonna print this out and i'm just gonna set it on the nook right by the bathroom and yeah. i'm not gonna say anything I, it wouldn't surprise me. I know because so, he's the uh, he's one of the coaches for the uh, high school hockey team here. And he like uh, uh, makes trophies for for awards at the end of the year for all you, the different you, students. You told, that, you told us that before, too. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I've talked about the 3D prints before, too. So it's OK. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Anyway. We gotta, it's OK. I'll start sending you notes of recently discussed topics, just like we yeah. did, just like we did for Papa. Just you know, yeah. a while there, help 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 me have a good front help, for everyone. Help him remember where his keys were. Yeah, exactly. Hey, oh, oh, my gosh! Hey, Trent, did you hear that? Yeah, hear what? I, somebody just dropped an ad. 
Hey, man, let me just jump in here for a sec to remind you, jayandsilentbob.com, ladies and gentlemen. You want to buy anything Clerks-related, anything Jay and Silent Bob-related, anything Kevin Smith-related, go to jayandsilentbob.com. Now back to the show. So, uh, Trent, what 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 else is going on in, in your world? Because I, for those that have been wondering, like the reason why we don't uh, do a lot of netheads lately is one, we've got lives, but two, uh, not only does Trent have a life, but he's also got a lot of night shoots. So yeah, yeah. So I I, ha- I do have a lot of night shoots. Um. So because you know we're, we're there are classes going on at night, and if it's an asynchronous class, that means it needs to be available both in person and online. And for those online people, because it's a state university, uh, it's a uh, not just state but a land grant university. It has to be accessible to the people, so I have to go and shoot the stuff while it's happening and what yada yada yada. Anyway, uh, a lot of that going on, but like it's it's weird because like I. When I was in PR and marketing, and even when I was in sales, like, I felt like I had to be, like, so dialed into everything that, like, I was on the cusp of the zeitgeist, if you will, of popular culture, right? I've heard the term. And now I, like, case in point, I didn't even know that cocaine bear was a thing until my colleague said he'd got tickets to go see it. And I was like, what's a cocaine bear? I really feel... Like I missed out on something because I wasn't one of the people who was able to come back Monday and say, hey, what'd you guys see this weekend? Because I saw freaking cocaine bear. Yeah, dude. That, was, and that's exactly the way he he came back talking about it, too. Just saying it was like the dumbest, most fun movie ever. Well, when, I think when you decide to write a story inspired by <laughs> the real life event of a, of a bear that ended up doing cocaine because of a, a drug drop gone wrong kind of thing yeah i think if you're you're going to go for a schlock film in that direction when you go cocaine bear you have to fully commit unlike previous advice you may have heard about not going full something if you're gonna cocaine bear you've got to go full cocaine bear okay you you go full ursa cocainus yeah it's got to be uh campy it's got to be gory it's got to slightly push the envelope while still maintaining humor uh it's still got to make you have those moments where you regret looking at the screen uh mm-hmm. it's got to have all that i honestly i i honestly thought the first time i started seeing elements or hints if you will of cocaine bear the early pr release i thought it was a joke <laughs> I really thought it was a joke. That's the age threshold I've crossed where, right, yeah. where actual media I think is 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 parody. Uh-huh. That's where I am. So pretty soon but, but, but at least at least you got to the point where you're just believing it as news. Yeah, well good point, but you know right, so, yeah. I'm right there at the precipice, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Bobo Dillagaff uh, says in the chat, you got to go full cocaine bear. Indeed. I, that's the inscription I want on my tombstone. Will Wilkins, a loving father, a husband, you got to go full cocaine bear. I think that's fitting tribute to me. Yeah. Oh, if not, uh, at least to have the epitaph be, he went full cocaine bear. Well, you do know, I, and I'm just, I'm just checking. Okay. Now I feel like another thing we got to do. Okay, so 
possibly the future direction we're talking about is better living through the internet what you know what are the sure. things the the hits the 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 tips the tricks the gadgets if you will yeah. all of these things what like oh my god trent first of all two things have you been aware of the fact that i am completely not obsessed but at, at seemingly at the mercy of sourdough starter have we even discussed this it's really funny you say this because uh just last month i did a class like like shot and helped create a class on fermented foods one day it was totally dedicated to sourdough starts i am not surprised now yeah. i will because it sounds like we haven't discussed this i will give you the quick recap because yeah, yeah. long time netheads have heard the whole thing Long story short, trying to go for better pizza dough for Blair because she loves dad's pizza, quote unquote. So I thought, oh, sourdough pizza. So that is how I got started in developing a sourdough starter and yeah. now making uh, sourdough with it because I'm just using it for the discard. But then you start thinking, but could I make bread? And then you find out how easy it is oh, yep. to make bread. And yep. you realize one of the biggest cons in modern America is the fact that they made us believe we had to buy bread. Yep. Yep. 100%, dude. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in fact, if you may not know, uh, if you uh, are uh, at risk of like um, uh, type 2 diabetes or you want to lower your, your uh, glucosamine, uh, sourdough bread it releases the uh, glucamine into your body much more slowly than regular white bread does. So it, it is a, it's a better delivery device of that, that sugar into your blood than regular white bread. So like my, uh, my nephew, uh, who, uh, uh, has a dead pancreas, that's what he, uh, all of his bread is, is uh, sourdough bread because it helps maintain his, his levels better. It's like, there's so much science behind not just the making, but like the benefits too of fermented, uh, fermented foods in, principally sourdough plus it's so easy well i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you're making me feel better about this because you know trying to first make sure trying to get that starter developed is is a thing it's because it's like every day every 12 to 24 yeah. hours yep. you're you're feeding this thing and then you know yep. before you bake you gotta if you're if you're gonna bake with it then you kind of you really gotta feed it you gotta pump that that Make sure it's it's bubbling goo, if you will. So uh, yep. I lately that's I feel as though I have just been at the complete and absolute mercy of sourdough starter because of getting obsessed with making bread. Um, but it's paying off because right now, uh, actually, I would I I would say this though. Okay, even though I've kind of been evangelical, uh, evangelizing, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, making bread at home, even if it's not sourdough, my gosh, if you've got yeast, uh, and, and then flour, water, salt, and maybe oil in some cases, yeah. you have the fixings for just making bread folks, just bread. doesn't have to be sourdough. doesn't have to be complex, but I right. think there is a good life lesson though in making bread. My family has been giving me grief. They're like, why do you keep making bread? You're not even supposed to eat bread. Why do you, why? And it's because of the process. Okay. And yeah, the science sure. and the making of something from nothing. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'll say this as a life lesson. One of the things I would take away from, if you decide to make your own bread is that it is a great lesson in the reason why you have to specifically put in the time but you also have to bring patience to the process 
in order sure. to achieve an optimum result. And I think that's something that, that would apply in all of life if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Way. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, especially I think when we see like, you know, it's, it's like you just said, uh, when we were talking about 3d printing stuff, like things are becoming more appliance esque, right? You don't have to be a, uh, uh, professional, whatever, to be able to do it, but to do it well, you still have to put in the time and the practice and the forethought and everything. You know what I mean? Like it's, things are easy, but they're not perfect. Yeah. And you've got to be able to have the patience to do it. Right. Exactly. That's the important part. You have to remember that sometimes in life you do have to stop in order to achieve your goal. I'm, yes. Actually, I almost feel like I'm speaking directly to you, Trent, when I say that one. <laughs> Sometimes you have to stop to achieve the goal. So true. Yeah. And and that's a funny joke because the other night I'm like, hey, Trent, you want to do this? He's like, well, I can do it like at this time. And I'm like, eh, what about this? And then my back got in the way and he's just like i'm like you're probably relieved because you're just like okay because after this you would have just had some coffee and then gone to editing and he's like you know me so yeah. well you know me well you know, so, you know I'm, if I, i'm awake i'm editing so trent just remember sometimes you have to stop <laughs> to reach uh, that end goal what, what what is the term a uh, <laughs> excuse me a a a uh, a bow that is always strung loses its uh its something or other. Anyway, strength you gotta would be my guess. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta loosen your bow once in a while. Loosen your string. Uh, anyway, this whole thing with the bread is paying off once again, though, because right now I'm I'm waiting patiently for two more loaf like uh loaves to to finish their final rise because oh yeah Blair is very particular in her food choices and so she likes sourdough toast and i don't know what's going on right now but in my area there's a shortage of sourdough bread of all things yeah dude oh man sourdough's the best uh, anecdotally uh sourdough is a huge part of utah culture really? in that yeah well uh in that so the people that settled uh the area were pioneers mormon pioneers and uh so theoretically the start that my mom uses came over the 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 prairie or whatever with those original pioneers in uh, the eighteen sixties. Oh wow! So your mom is maintaining a family starter. Yeah. Yep. I well, what I did, I just went on Amazon and I got like sourdough bread cultures, and so it was. Mm -hmm. I just started that with with uh, flour and water. You know, Which and, and, is. And, yeah. and by the way, you can also just go online and I think even through Amazon, you can just buy a starter like somebody pre-started a starter. And it is amazing how hardy they are because you would you could basically receive like two tablespoons of the starter. And within a week, you'll have a full viable starter. And, and a star is kind of like having a low stakes pet. It really is because you're like, you know it's I mean? just like, okay, okay, I'm going to, here, I'm going to feed you now, buddy. Uh, you know what? Uh -huh. I'll check back in a couple hours to see how you're yeah. feeling. How, yeah, how was today's stretch? How high did you go, pal? Huh? Yeah. And you get, you, 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 you get like the, the, you, you see their growth. And so you can feel like you're taking part in that, but it, you know, you don't have to like love it. You just put it in the fridge and forget about it for a while. Well, you know, now you, you make me. I think that I have to at a minimum because Emily gives me crap about making the bread. So I'm thinking <laughs> I need to get Blair into making the bread. So yes. that way she will carry oh, my starter on. It's it is. It's a it's like at least in culture around here is like, hey, there's a big sourdough culture 
in and of itself, but like also the heritage side of like, this is how the pioneers ate all their bread was through this and blah, blah, blah. And so that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's that actually, thing. but that makes perfect sense if you think about it, because it's like you start out your day, you go through the whole process. Basically, there's a point where you're making bread and then you're just feeding your starter again, right? But it yeah. would make sense because you could feed your starter in the morning, and by yep. the time after you're done with a day of riding, your starter's ready to start on the next day's bread. Yep. So, yep. which, which is not quite the cycle I've ever been willing to maintain, but holy <laughs> crap, have I gone through an F ton of flour. Oh, yeah, it gobbles it up, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm also getting very good and scientific about the bread that I'll make, the amount of starter I'll need, and the amount of what's left behind. For the, yeah, for the start. Yeah, to continue. for the main yep. maintenance. So I, I've gotten really good at this is what my life has become. I'm buying specialized <laughs> jars. Trent, I'm just, I'm really worried. I'm really worried because I'm sitting around the house, three 3D printing knickknacks and, and <laughs> making bread. You know? Well, I, I, I'd like to think these are not problems, Will. These are solutions. Well, you know, conquering, by the way, I don't know if I ever finished it, but grand total, it was 40 bucks parts and labor to build the doors, not counting the cost Four. of the foam, you know, compared to over a thousand bucks yeah. and, to have it delivered, you know, and no, these would not be the closet doors that would be here. If somebody were to buy the house, if I were selling right. it, you know, but right. you know, Trent, they, they may not be good, but they're good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, you, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. That's pretty much it. No, they work great, though. They they, they dampen out the sound. But I just wanted to, I realized, wait a second, did I even say I did it all for 40 bucks? Close that loop. Yeah. Well, you know, the, it, the completest of me wants to make sure the show does have a complete cycle. <laughs> Sure. So sure. um, so what I was saying a little while ago before I suddenly started talking about bread again, other than the fact that I was thinking I've got loaves in there and I really am. I'm taking my time to make sure these kind of get big again on that final rise because it was a lot yeah. of manipulation. I'm slipping into the bread vortex again. Evac, evac, evac. <laughs> get him out. Man, stay on target. Stay on target. Um, uh, what, what I was going now. God, now I got to remember what I was saying again. <laughs> Uh, we're oh. too late in the day, Trent, and I haven't been sleeping well. And I got to tell you, if there's any, one of the most wonderful things that will help disrupt your sleep is back pain. Because oh, every time dude. you move, oh. whammo. I can't even, yeah, like okay. like my, my baby sciatica, I can't even like imagine what a real problem would be like. Okay, I got it. I know what it is now. Um, but thank you. Yeah, sciatica sucks. And the back pain, I'm, I'm just having some temporary thing. I don't. I, I think it's repercussions for making the doors because, you know, mm. it's still a lot of lifting boards, pushing them through the table saw and then fitting these things. And being each, bent each, over. Yeah. Each, table. Oh, not only for the table, but also pulling out the old track, getting the new yep. holders in and, you know, each door. So the two doors combined into the one piece they're somewhere shy of, I think they're somewhere between, I think they're about 40 pounds combined and you oh, got to keep lifting those. So I think it's retribution for that. I'm sorry to get on that tangent. Now, what I was going to say is one of the things we should do, if this is the pattern we're going to keep up is we should kind of start not only telling people about like the ways that we're living through a better internet or the ways we're broker through a better internet. Uh, but the other thing too, is just kind of like a check-in. So if you didn't know what cocaine bear was happening, then it's a segment of like, did Trent know? Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And then I'll ask you questions about things that have happened since the last time we've talked. Uh -huh. 
but yeah. it'll be not only educational, but then it will also be a an item of uh, we'll make it a game because yes. I'll ask. Uh, basically, it will be a is this really a thing that happened since the last yeah. time we talked or not? Yeah. And and it will also be a good gauge, too, of like, was this culturally big enough to break through? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> very curated realm. Okay, so and then like this isn't an example because obviously, like I said, it's got to be more. There's, there's got to be more production than just come on up with a name, uh, right? Yeah. But like, so you're aware, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania dropped. Uh, I didn't know if it had. I knew it was on the docket to come out. I didn't know that it had released. It yeah. did. It released all over us. Not okay. uh, over the the holiday weekend, uh, the President's Day weekend. Oh, oh, okay, sure. And uh, and and I I think they did a good job considering my the bar that I had set was it's an Ant Man movie, right? Yeah, that was right. my uh, bar. Uh, That's where uh, I was. Uh, not Lang movie, right? It's 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 not Hank Pym, and and they're not going to make a Scott O'Grady. Uh, uh, no. Hank, uh, because that's no, that's not going to happen. No. So, but yeah, it was still Scott Lang, and it was a good story. I enjoyed it. I had fun. I think they came. They they have Modoc in this one, Trent. And what? Honest to fucking god, you. I'm pardon my French, everyone, but you didn't know that. I mean, dude, it was even in the last trailer or two. What? Yes, that they they found out a way to do Modoc in the MCU, which is. Uh, honestly speaking, if it's probably not, if it's not a giant head in a chair. I don't want to see it. <laughs> okay, Trent, you say you live in a spoiler free world. Do I want to <laughs> unleash one little spoiler within our of program? Of course. Okay. Do you remember Darren Cross from the first movie? Darren Cross. The yellow jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you remember what kind of happened to him at the end? That's right. Oh my God! Kang found him, rebuilt him as the machine. I love it. I love it so much. Yep, <laughs> only for killing. He's uh, yeah, a mobile organism designed only for killing folks. Yep, and He's that's, yeah, and he is. Which Scott Lang does chime in with? Well, it's actually Modoth <laughs> with the F. Yeah. <clears throat> But but uh, yeah they but it makes sense when you think about it right it's the only way they can really pull it off so yep. Yep. like through his little quantum incident he got malformed not broken and crushed yep. the way I thought and Kang made him work so oh did you know Kang was in the movie uh, I did know that actually yeah okay. that, that was uh, mostly out of like um, uh, oh this is in honor of the uh, artists I follow or releasing all their Kang like uh, uh, photos there or things they've done. Okay, um, all right, enough about the Ant-Man. So what else is, did you know that the Mandalorian Season 3 Episode 1 dropped yesterday? No, that that one didn't even know that 3 was coming this okay. soon. Not only is it dropped, but <clears throat> I don't know the machinations that went on at Star Wars. Basically, what we have, the rumor mill that we have heard is that, you know, uh, Favreau and Filoni were doing their thing, but when it came to Boba Fett, book of boba fett that was more of a kathleen kennedy situation right. and she's like no we got to bring the mandalorian and 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 bring the cute little thing back so yeah. when you do finally get there and no spoilers anybody uh this first episode it, it's almost like we should get an extra episode because it was nothing but the exposition episode 
It was oh, the, really? It was established the, where we're at and what's going on. Well, because if you think about it, if people didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, that series ended with with the with Grogu going off with Luke Skywalker, Mando on his own. And, oh, that's right. Yeah. And then in Book of Boba Fett, they you know, oh, he chose him, and then. There is something that happens in the show that apparently um, Favreau had to drop for some uh, continuity control because he's oh. like, yeah, just so you guys know, like Grogu was with Luke for two years. Oh. Uh, basically because Navarro is like, what the hell? This doesn't look like a desert place anymore. Anyway. So, uh, okay. So, okay. So that happened. Yeah. All right. So now here's the one that really is going to test the boundaries. Okay. Are you ready? Let's get his reaction on this one, folks. This will be the last question we'll be taking for the day. Thank you very much for your submissions. Greatly appreciated. Are you aware of the fact that Kevin Smith is five weeks weed free? Uh, you know what? I, I was not until uh, it, it got sent to me. And then uh, they're like, hey, do you know this? I was like, I do now. There you go. Someone had, to, someone had to break through my my. Uh, uh, that being but, said, but, though, that being said, that same day that they that I found out, I saw it in his feed. So I would have found out. I saw it in my like my. Instagram okay, but no, no, no. See, that's great because that's one of the it, things. So this this does yeah, look. It was this, big oh yeah, yeah. It made it through. For okay, sure. so and and I now I got to figure out the machinations of this entire game because it's like there are certain <laughs> things. So it's like okay, so was he aware of it? Did it break through? And oh yeah. well, and here's what we could do: we could have listeners submit for prizes because apparently, you know, I'm just in manufacturing now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they get some surprises. So if you know, all you do is you get to like pick a line. You don't even know what the question will be, but you can pick line right. one, two, three, four, five. Got to figure yeah, out. One? We got we got to do this in a manner where it's not gambling. We don't get busted. Um, right. You know, hey, hey we, we got a special room for that. Uh, yeah. But and we call it sweepstakes. But then, if they figure out which one of the questions, if they guess the one that uh, where it's the question that did get through, so maybe they can yeah. know it in advance. You know, they could. But then yeah. it seems like really we're placing bets on it. And anyway, I'll figure it out. But then they 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 potentially could win a prize. Okay, because you know I don't know if you know this show was a lot better when we were doing a constant game show. In my opinion, <laughs> I'm just hey, saying. I mean it just got expensive. Trent, I'm telling you, people, people, no, no only one person ever won. Yeah, it was the genius of the game. <laughs> what I just described is I'm setting myself up for more work for time I don't have. <laughs> I'm an idiot, but thankfully people still listen or watch. And God bless them. Yeah. Um, I, I, I see the dogs are restless, which is always yep. the indicator folks that it is time for us to wrap up the program. We've gone, we've gone as long as a dog's bladder will tolerate, which is, uh, that is actually what's going to be on my tombstone. Went as long as a dog's <laughs> bladder could tolerate, but, but no joke. Uh, I probably have to let Benny out too. So, you know. We got dogs to deal with, folks. So uh, until next time, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Aww. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye.
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. Usually we don't do a stinger that's very visually oriented, but let's give, since this is the first time we've ever done pre-roll ads or pre-recorded ads in the show, let's show everyone a recreation of the awkwardness of us sitting in silence while we're waiting for the ad to play out. This is pretty much what it looked like, but him without the dogs, guys. It's a, it's a quick one that I would chime in with that and then. <laughs> it would be done. Oh, the good boy. Judge a good boy.